Blog Talk Radio. Interviewing your favorite musicians, comedians, and other creative souls. This is the Kerry Edelman Show. Hey everyone, and welcome to the Carrie Edelman Show. Tonight we have an amazing band coming on in a moment. It's an alternative post-punk rock band named The Breaks, and I'm really excited to have these guys on tonight. They have some awesome music. We're going to be promoting their EP, which is currently out tonight, so it's going to be a really cool show. I want to thank everyone for tuning into my show, and uh, I always do a brief introduction just to uh, set the forum for people who might be new and tuning in for the first time tonight. Um, I launched the show approximately a year and a half ago with the concept in mind of creating a medium where I could bring people on in the entertainment industry to support them and help them get their names out there. Um, Personally, I know how difficult it can be. I manage everything that I do independently on my own. I have an album out as a singer-songwriter under my name. I do some writing for some magazines on psychology and uh, the entertainment industry. Um, A little bit about my background, I'm a clinical psychologist. That's what my doctorate degree is in. And one of the things I just love to do is interview people and really support them and help promote them. Um, And so the other thing I've done recently is uh, launch this radio show And again, I just want to thank everyone for their support. It's been doing really well. We've had some amazing guests on, everyone from musicians to comedians, filmmakers, entrepreneurs, authors, the list goes on. So I'm excited to have the breaks coming on tonight. They're going to be joining a great list of bands that I've been fortunate and honored to interview, including uh, Hard Rock Band Reigns, Candlelight Red, Eve to Adam, Ghost of August, Craving Lucy, Janice, Art of Dying, and the list just goes on and on. So going to be a great show with these guys. Just a couple things to please keep in mind um, is that although I mentioned I'm a psychologist, the show is uh, for entertainment purposes. I do not provide any type of therapy, and I know people laugh at that, and I have a great sense of humor. I love Howard Stern, and I'm a big fan of comedy. But uh, again, the show is just for entertainment. We will not be talking about uh, any type of therapy stuff. But again, if people have uh, questions regarding the craziness of the entertainment industry, of course, we can delve into that. Um, And also, if anyone wants to share any entertaining stories that might include specific persons or names of organizations, just please keep everything anonymous uh, because I don't want to personally humiliate or embarrass anyone, but I do want my guests to feel real and down-to-earth to talk about whatever they would like. So if you're... who the breaks are and then we're going to bring them on so the breaks are a post-punk rock and roll band and we'll talk about the guests and um 
the members of the band tonight. I don't want to give their names out right away because we want to go over and plug all these guys tonight. They're from Lansdale, Pennsylvania. They've been playing shows since January of 2012, and they just released their new EP titled On the Road, and that is one of the uh, tracks we will listen to tonight on the show. Um, it consists of three independently produced and released songs, and um, they... Sorry, I'm looking at something else here right now. Sorry about that. Um, and they recorded all the material on their own, so they're going to talk about their recording tonight, these awesome songs they have coming out. And uh, also be sure to check them out November 9th. They're going to be playing at the North Star Bar in Pennsylvania, and they're opening up for the National American Garage Rock Band, The Wigs. So it's going to be a great show for these guys. All right, so without further ado, let's, uh, let's bring them on. Hey, how are you? Hey, what's going on, Carrie? Hey, is this Chris? Yes, it is. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. And anyone else with you, or is it just you? Uh, no, it's actually just me tonight. So. Uh... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. Sounds good. I always offer other people, because sometimes people are like, oh, do you have multiple lines? So I'm like, whoever wants to call in can call in. So one mm-hmm. person's fine, mm-hmm. two people are fine, whatever you want to do. So All welcome. Right, cool. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thanks for uh, having me on. Absolutely. Now, your stuff is really great. I really like the material you guys write, and uh, you have a really cool sound. So, Not really great you. stuff. Cool. So, why don't we, I guess since it's only one person, sometimes it can get complicated. I've had up to four to five people on, and I do kind of like a round table thing where I go around asking, you know, people to provide their own answers to similar questions. Um, mm-hmm. Why don't we talk a little bit about, start out a little bit about yourself, just kind of who you are as a person, what you were like growing up, and how you got interested and became involved in uh, music? Uh, well, I kind of always had uh, played guitar or whatever, but I uh, primarily just was doing, like, uh, sports things for a while through high school and even growing up before that. And then um, I went into college, I was playing uh, football, but then, you know, I kind of um, tore my knee up, so uh, that kind of stopped. And then I started getting into art and music, and then through a buddy with which I met at school, got me uh, – we. We started, or we didn't start a band, but he uh, got me into a band with um, two of the members that are in the breaks right now, and uh, that was like a five-piece band. We were playing around Philly, and then uh, that kind of ran its course and um, ended, and then, you know, a year or so after that, uh, me and CJ, the lead singer now and the drummer, were kind of like, well, we're not really done yet, so uh, we started up this band, and um, I don't know, I started just jamming upstairs in my room uh, in the beginning, and then it kind of moved out of that into a practice foot spot, and then um, got some material together, and then got another one of our buddies that uh, they knew from up around Lansdale, um, who got on on board with uh, what we were doing, and we just kind of took it from there, because I'm actually from uh, Media, Pennsylvania, which is a little bit, uh, you know, farther away from Lansdale, whatever, but through meeting our uh, friend in school, whatever, it was, you know, common base for uh, meeting people, and it just kind of took off from there, and we were all kind of dug the same music and all knew how to play and stuff like that. So, um, nice. you know, the, the rest is history, so to say. <laughs> okay. But I don't want to end, end the interview right there, so I'm going to digress a little bit, okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. So you spoke about, like, growing up playing sports. Just, you know, just so people can learn about who you are as a person, what were some of the sports outside of um, football, too, and you can tell us a little bit about did you want to go into sports more – professionally or it was just something that you really enjoyed doing 
Um, I mean, I also did play uh, lacrosse as well, but um, I'd always I started playing football first, and that was kind of always like kind of my one passion, or whatever. And then um, mm-hmm. that got me into uh, got me into Franklin Marshall College or whatever. And then nice. <clears throat> uh, that like lasted for like about you know a year and a half or so. And then like I said, I uh, I uh, dislocated my knee and did the whole ACL thing, and then just couldn't really. And then ended up tearing it again, and just couldn't make it back into the. Uh, Take it back into playing or whatever, and then realize right. the, there was a point where it was just like, all right, well, I'm not going to be, uh, you know, I'm not going to be playing on Sundays, so might as well try to do something else. Okay. So while you were, did, were you in school at Franklin Marshall on a football scholarship? Um, it was D3, so they didn't really play. They didn't really give out uh, scholarships or whatever. And, okay. um, uh, but, I mean, it, it kind of, you know, gave me another leg up on being able to uh Get in there, and um, I don't know. It was, it was cool. D three sports is very awesome, and how you know you can still be a normal person right. while still playing sports. You know, it's not like a uh, full time job kind of thing where you have to uh, devote every waking hour to uh, you know training and doing all that stuff. And it was really a cool balance. But then then I just had to stop because it just you know my body couldn't I guess uh, keep up with it. Right, right. No, that's a great school. I mean, really good school. Um, mm-hmm. In terms of in terms of studying in the school, is that what you were going to school for? Was the graphic design and art? Um, I, I uh, yeah, well, not necessarily graphic design, but just like studio art in general. And then being okay. that it's a uh, liberal arts college, it kind of you know lets you kind of get into every kind of aspect of things. And then from there, I uh, just kind of kept I was gravitated towards graphic design and stuff like that and was able to, you know, find a job doing that as opposed to going off and being, you know, a, a professional fine artist and uh, right. doing stuff like that. But I also, you know, I kept up with it and trying to uh, put it in here and there with uh, where, where it fits into my life and stuff. But Very cool. Um, yeah, music's the uh, number one passion right now and that's what's what's kind of going on. It's really fun because it's still, it's kind of like the uh, a happy medium because you still have the team aspect of you know, you play with other people, and it's a collaboration of stuff. And, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's Definitely. pretty cool. It's, I can draw. We all, like a lot of us, uh, three of the other people, like, also did play uh, football as well. Um, and we can draw a lot of parallels to how, you know, the discipline aspect of getting ready for shows and, I don't know. Oh, absolutely. No, that's, that's a great. and just kind of keeping, 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 uh, keeping discipline and trying to get better and doing all that stuff. Cool, cool. So, as you said, you were kind of always playing guitar your whole life, and then mm-hmm. when did you really kind of, I guess, get into, you know, the music aspect in terms of wanting to do shows and being a serious band? When was um, that was around about? Yeah, well, I mean, it kind of started with the whole, uh, like, when I wasn't playing football anymore, I had all this free time to uh, kind of just, you know, um, by, myself, by myself, basically, because all the friends I established at school uh, were on the football teams and all that stuff, and while they were at practice, I was just kind of sitting around twiddling my thumbs, and then I could only take so much of that where I needed to still, I still had that all pent up energy that I needed to uh, get out somewhere, and um, artistic ins- expression and creativity was kind of the the first outlet that came to me, and I just kind of went with it and tried to apply it everywhere. And then since I already had a little bit of a, uh, you know, chops, I get filled up to playing guitar. Um, my one good buddy said, why don't you come play guitar with this band? And that kind of got me introduced to the whole, um, 
you know, playing music as a, in, a, in, a, in an original uh, arena as opposed to mm-hmm. uh, just, like, playing songs because, oh, I like that song, I want to learn how to play it, or I like that song, right. I like this guy, I want to learn how to play that, and kind of flip the whole, uh, or just, you know, open the perspective to, like, oh, I can I can make my own songs, you know, say I like that song and this song, I can make my own, it's the combination of those, and just kind of build on that whole concept and when you start playing with other people, they have their own ideas that they can introduce and it just keeps building and building and once you introduce the aspect of playing live, it's kind of like playing the game where people are watching and stuff and it's all kind of cool. With, mm-hmm. it, uh, Definitely. It seemed like it made sense. It was a real natural kind of progression of what I could do and what I was able to do and then what I wanted to do and and uh yes. Yeah. What were um what were some of when you were getting into getting involved in music, what were some of your influences if they are still the same or maybe they changed a little bit today? Um, I mean when I was in middle school and stuff like that, I kinda gravitated more towards the uh classic rock kind of stuff with um okay. obviously like Jimi Hendrix is a great great uh, person to try to emulate, but uh, with, like, Led Zeppelin, I kind of bought the tablature book that had all their four albums, so I just kind of, and then, like, for Christmas, I got all the CDs and just kind of started chopping away at the whole catalog there, and that kind of was how I taught, or I didn't teach myself because I also did lessons, but that's what kept me, like, focused in, like, Mm -hmm. just learning how to play natural blues progressions and stuff and scales like that, and then that kind of gave me the, uh, the background knowledge to apply once I kind of, once it kind of all clicked in the, uh, you know, creative aspect of what I wanted to do in trying to be original and stuff like that, so I would, that's what I would draw from, and then try to, okay. you know, obviously, you want to try to change and innovate and do stuff like that. Not that I'm saying I was innovating any of that type of music, but you know, right, right, right. It was the base, it was the base point of, of uh, bridging the gap between just emulating sound and creating your own. Cool. And what would you say today would be your, you know, what, what types of, I know you're really big into the wigs you mentioned, and we'll talk about that a little later in the show after we check out some of your music and promote your upcoming mm-hmm. show with them. What other bands today currently are you guys influenced uh, And you can mention like, the members of the band, too. Yeah, we like, um, like, Arctic Monkeys are, uh, on mm-hmm. a, like, we really like that kind of sound, and then also with, like, the Strokes, we like how the two guitars have a very, uh, you know, Back and forth relationship, both like it's not necessarily a lead and rhythm roles um, that they play, and then we try to don't necessarily want to define ourselves in the lead and rhythm of that. We want to p- both play parts that are different, but also sound good together and complement and supplement each other in right. what the uh, overall kind of song song is going to be, and what the idea and how it sounds sonically and all that stuff. It's I don't know. I, I, we just find that it's more interesting that way as opposed to you know, just one rhythm guitar laying down basic chords and then a lead guitar is playing uh, just like little lead parts here and there right. and we have the back and forth relationship that's something you can actually see. And it's also cool kind of seeing live how, because it's one thing hearing them on the tracks or whatever and then once you actually see how it all comes together live is a uh, is a pretty cool thing in itself. Definitely, definitely. Cool. Yeah, those are definitely cool bands that you mentioned. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. please mention also pub the members of the band. Please introduce, you know, each of the guys who each of the guys are, what they play, or what their parts mm-hmm. are. Yeah, um, C.J. Morgan. He is uh, the other guitarist, and he is also the uh, the uh, lead vocalist and stuff. And he kind of, you know, um, really steers how the songs kind of get 
compose together. Um, mm-hmm. I'd say we all kind of all introduce ideas or whatever, but he uh, is very good at, you know, having this part work here and then like, all right, we should implement a change there and stuff like that. And um, Chris Mayer is the drummer, and uh, which he's, you know, very uh, very phenomenal drummer at that. And he's just, I don't know, it's kind of one of those things where it's just one of those parts you don't have to worry about so you can then concentrate on other things because you can just, mm-hmm. I don't know, we all have faith and trust in him that he's going to put something down that is very... Uh, <laughs> very sound and also very interesting cool. and technical and all that stuff. He's kind of like the full package, and he had always been playing in, like, jazz bands and all that stuff forever. And then uh, Jeff, the uh, Jeff Gill, the bassist, he, um, he's the newest guy that kind of got introduced to the group. He never really had too much um, experience playing with an actual band, but with that, there is a very cool thing about, um, I don't know, his, his newness to the whole, you know, Mm-hmm. Uh, seeing what's going on, and because uh, I've been playing with uh, those guys for like the past five years, whatever, and then CJ and Chris have been playing for ten years pr- uh, prior to that, and some things wow. can get kind of kind of old hat or whatever. But then seeing having Jeff coming in as his new like life or whatever, just seeing these things for the first time, it kind of you know brings it up, brings it back to like where when we were seeing those things for the first time. It's a cool like kind of rejuvenation of all right, yeah, this is pretty cool. What's going on? And it's it's, it's definitely warrants getting excited about and it's just very uh know, it's like a refreshing kind of thing and then i mean he kind of always did kind of play guitar but then he started picking up the bass and he he know, has his own very unique style which is very cool and it uh it, it makes it makes us think for a little while and it also introduces different ideas that we wouldn't normally think of and it's um oh, that's very cool having him on board as well that's cool. Yeah, I think that's an interesting point you make, and I think sometimes, and we can talk a little bit more when we come back, because I definitely want to, you know, get in both your songs tonight, but I think mm-hmm. adding a new member probably brings not only a new energy, but, you know, if the person's excited about it, and they're just, you know, they want to be dedicated and be in something serious, that just brings a whole new element to you exactly. guys who, yeah, exactly. right, who have been together for a while. So no, that's mm-hmm. really cool. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. So why don't we do this? Let's uh, let's talk a little bit about um, your title track on the road, and uh, okay. yeah, tell people a little bit about the meaning of the song and where they can get your album if it's on iTunes or what other places it might be available. Mm-hmm. And then we'll check sure. it out. Um, yeah, I guess uh, first we have like our uh, our Bandcamp website. It's it's the Breaks PA um, dot Bandcamp dot com. Uh, and then we also have our Facebook, which is Facebook slash The Breaks PA, and that can kind of, getting there kind of can um, direct you to where, you know, the other sites are, and they both keep you updated on our new music and uh, shows that we have coming up and any type of uh, other information, be it, you know, other pictures of people we like and stuff like that. Um, but, uh, yeah, On the Road is a, uh, it's like a new batch of songs. We had one recording prior, and that kind of, like, you know, put us back into, like, whole recording mode and being a real band mode and then coming back with this one, we kind of, you know, kind of shook all, shook all the rust off and stuff like that. But um, I guess to say in terms, in terms of, like, what it, the meaning of it and stuff is, it's we kind of all being a little bit uh, not older and all this kind of stuff, not so much like we're uh, 17, 18, 19, 20-some right. years old anymore. We kind of been through our own... Um, road so to say and we've kind of been on that and it takes you and that road you know metaphorically I guess being for kind of like life or whatever it takes you in certain spots that you know being in the mid mid 20s or whatever you uh 
you think you were this person and it took you on this road, but then you have this kind of self-realization of what's going on and sometimes some of the things that you do weren't necessarily the person who you thought you were, be it bad or good or whatever. Um, it uh, kind of takes you off of whichever you thought your, you know, quote-unquote road was or is. And then, um, like, I guess the, uh, the the chorus line of the thing is, uh, or the song is, I'm on the road again. It's like once after you kind of figure out that self-actualization or realization mm-hmm. of what you're doing, you kind of can refocus, you know, where your eyes and, your mind's eye is and what you want to be doing with your life and you're back on the road again, you're back on that path where you're like, all right, man, this is it. This is like what we're trying to do. This is what we want to do. And uh, some things, you're maybe you're better or worse for having having gone through them, but it's still your road or whatever, your kind of thing, and you just kind of, kind of have to keep going along with it. And, uh, you know, the rest is, you know, all in front of you. Whatever has happened is in the past. You're just kind of on the road just as, you know, to uh, – frequently put it if when you drive or whatever, there's stuff in your rear view mirror and there's stuff, you know, going through the windshield that is coming up towards you and then there's that cool. spot where you're on the, right now driving with and that's kinda of that that whole kind of metaphor and stuff and Yeah, that's no, that's that, cool. That's basically about yeah. Very cool. All right. So what I'll do is I'll put mm-hmm. you on hold and then uh we'll mm-hmm. check out this track and then we'll come back. All right? All right. Yep. All right. Hold on, Chris. All right, everyone, again, you're listening to the guitarist Chris Wagner of the band The Breaks, and we're going to check out their title track right now on the road. And as he said, be sure to check them out on Facebook and uh, the band camp site that they have. And if you tuned in a little late to the show, the podcast will be available So um, after the show, so you can always uh, check it out from the start. All right, so here is On the Road from The Breaks.
All right, everyone, welcome back to the Carrie Edelman Show, and that was the amazing track on the road by the Breaks, and everyone has definitely have to pick up uh, their EP. Just want to do a couple of quick plugs, and then I'll bring Chris back on. Uh, a couple people I want to plug tonight are Flirt Energy Drinks. So if you are a female athlete, please check out Flirt Energy Drink. Go to flirtdrink.com. It's an amazing product. They just got launched in all of the Harris Peter stores going down from North Carolina through Florida, and uh, I'm honored to work with them. My song, Vanilla Skies, is used to uh, promote and be the song for their product, so uh, check them out. Also, uh, check out irocktv.co, and actually this is a site that uh, the Breaks might want to check out. It's an amazing site. It promotes all independent bands and artists. Um, It's spelled just the letter I and then rocktv.co, so check them out. They're a great supporter of my show, and uh, it's a pleasure to support them. And finally, check out Davin's Den, which is a fast-paced podcast featuring comedians Davin Rosenblatt, Joe Curry, and Pip Helix. So if you're looking for a show that can make you think and laugh out loud, Davin's Den is the show for you. They go live Tuesday nights at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time. To watch live episodes, hear or watch old episodes, or find out more about the show, go to Davin's Den page on davincomedy.com, and Davin is spelled D-A-V-I-N. So check out their show. If you like Howard Stern, they're doing some really cool stuff. It's a really original show and uh, some over-the-top comedy, so really cool people, so check them out. All right, let's bring uh, Chris back on. All right, you're back on. Awesome track, Chris. Love it. Oh, thank you. Very, very cool. Who does that lead guitar? Is that you or is that uh, CJ? I, yeah, that's me. <laughs> that's you? Oh, very cool. Yeah, all right. Cool. Glad you dig it. <laughs> Well, whoever it is, it's awesome stuff, but congratulations. It's, yeah, it's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. So tell us a little bit about uh, how you guys came up with the names of the band. Uh, the Breaks, I guess. Um, I mean, after a long, long kind of uh, deliberation of things, I mean, cause, I, don't know, I find that that's, being, that's a very hard thing to do is come up with a name with your, for yourself because mm-hmm. um, you, so, you get so self-confident conscious about what um you try to achieve with it. Uh we did want something that was kind of kind of simple, easy to uh hear the first time you say it and um you know, remember. And then it also does kind of have some um musical connotations being like you know, breaks in songs, breaks in parts of songs and the uh um I don't know, just how it kind of keeps things kind of interesting if you have things going in one one type of fashion or whatever, it gets kind of boring, but if you have stuff mm-hmm. to break it up, so to say, it uh, makes it a bit more interesting. And um, Yeah, it's, it's kinda, that's kind of it. That's it's cool. just kind of something very, yeah, it's very simple and easy to, easy to say. <laughs> yeah, def- and that's important. I, I'm just thinking, it's funny you say that. When you say something simple and easy to say, I'm thinking of uh, the band Hoobastank. You know, when I first mm-hmm. heard the name of that, I was like, what the heck? But then, yeah. You know, and then I listened to it and I loved it. But it was just like, mm-hmm. you know, it was almost a turn-off right away because it was just such a weird name. But then, it, of course, yeah. on the flip side, it is something that you kind of remember, too, because it is so strange. But, um, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. no, I, I, I see the relevance of what you're saying with the breaks. And I think the name mm-hmm. in and of itself fits with your style. You know, like you say, the strokes, and it just it kind of fits that genre that you guys are going for, mm-hmm. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That uh, that also did play play a little part in it as well. Right. Very cool. Very cool. 
So I guess what is, uh, in terms of your goals as the band, what are you guys looking to do, short-term, long-term goals? Is the ultimate goal to get management, label, or do you guys want to kind of stay independent? Um, we obviously want to take this as far as it, uh, as far as it can go. I mean, you don't really get into this, or at least with us, we kind of really wanted to, um, see how, how big it could be or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, um, at the same time, we are kind of a bit realistic about what's going on, uh, with our lives and how much we can kind of apply. We just really want to be, being it's like kind of a, uh, another go around or whatever. We really want to just want to make the right decisions that, that fit with our situation going on right now. But, you know, that also make it that we're always building on something that, um, we kind of got, you know, uh, kind of woke up from the dream that, you know, we're not going to come out with that one song that's going to take us across the world and doing all that stuff. But at the same time, you know, they, maybe with a body of work or something, we could make something really cool happen and, and, uh, just, just see what happens because it's something that we all love doing. I mean, we wouldn't still be doing it for this many years if sure. um, it was just a fleeting idea or a fleeting theme or just a, a thing that we're going through. I mean, it's something that we all love doing and want to, you know, we're getting to the point where we're kind of at least um, in terms of being able to play the instrument good enough where we could apply it more to how we live our lives, you know, in a career aspect and doing things. Um so I mean, we're not so, getting too uh, too fleeting in the idea that it could be this. Oh, this is what we're putting all our uh, eggs into, or whatever. Right. But at the same token, we want to, you know, push it to as far as it possibly can go because it's something we all love. We're, we're all very passionate about it. Um, we all kind of joke that it's this labor of love that kind of keeps us coming back. It's like at one moment, like, why are we still doing this? But at the second moment, it's like, well, this is why we're still doing it for a certain aspects right. of, uh, you know, that we get out of it and. Have any of you guys been in a situation, whether it's with, you know, some of the members currently or in the past projects where you were getting to that level where it was kind of like, all right, we need to try to get management at this point? Or you know, have any of you had, you know, unfortunate experiences where things got to a point but then it didn't work out? Just so, you know, I know people and I've had, if you get a chance, you have to listen to some of the interviews I've had on my show because for me mm-hmm. it was really eye-opening. I mean, I was in and out of bands for a while, and then I did the solo artist thing, and it was funny, Chris, because I think both of them were different animals, but they were similar in a lot of ways. And I Mm -hmm. think people don't realize, and I think you guys do because you're so passionate about just the challenges and the difficulties in terms of social media kind of taking over now, labels not having the funding they used to have. And it's just really interesting to hear some of these huge bands that I've interviewed that just the struggles they went through. Cause many people think, Oh, I'm just going to put out an album and go on the road and become a millionaire. And it's like, you got no clue. If you think that's what, you know <laughs> yeah, what I mean? Yeah, that is not <laughs> the, that is not the case at all. We've figured that um, one out the hard way as well. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know, even coming from, um, Lansdale as much as I mm-hmm. was, um, introduced to it and all that stuff. I mean, you hear these guys coming around there, they're, a considerable amount of bands that came out and actually are uh, doing a whole bunch of stuff. Um, uh, this band of Wonder Years we're uh, kind of good friends with. Uh, CJ mm-hmm. had some lineages with them where he was playing in the same kind of same people in, uh, in that band. Um, and then even with uh, the band that CJ and uh, Mayer were in, um, like when they were in high school, this band Nexus, they got some pretty, uh, 
pretty big. Nothing to really like. They weren't like touring the world or nothing, but you know, they were getting a good amount of notoriety with things. And um, I don't know. So I mean, it's we've kind of just been on the cusp, so to say, with certain experiences here and there. Um, kind of seeing where, uh, you know, on, on a closer level, where, where these things can go and also where they can't go. Um, and so, I mean, we we do, then that also is kind of plays a big influence on how we approach um, what we're trying to get achieved with our band. It's uh, you can, you really just have to learn how to take it, how it how it comes to you yeah. and um, to set your goals way too high and then not reach them can be very, um, you know, paralyzing and how you can, right. yeah, discouraging and paralyzing how you kind of continue and going on through that stuff. So we're, we're just trying to really take a uh, level-headed, level-headed look at what we're getting trying to do. And when the opportunities do arise and uh, present themselves, obviously take full on advantage of them, but know that, you know, that could happen one day, and then the next day nothing happens. So Right, right. No, I think that's a good way to look at it and stuff, absolutely. I think, and mm-hmm. I think what are, I mean, what would be some of your advice for musicians listening in in terms of, you know, potentially how to avoid, how to avoid scam artists or, you know, there's been so many people I've encountered over the years where, you know, luckily with my psychology background, I'm always paranoid, which is good and bad mm-hmm. in and of itself. <laughs> but, yes, um, of course. You know what? What would be some of the things that advice, good advice, you have for people, or just maybe constructive things um, of what to uh, look out for, so you don't get yourself in a unfortunate, you know, circumstance. Yeah, I mean, I for as, as much as experience, and I use that term lightly, I guess. But um, you just kind of have to get in. I would say how I kind of view it is, you don't necessarily go into this looking to make a quick buck off of, you know, you don't go into it looking to make money. You really have to kind of go into it. I mean, I'm sure it's all been said before, but like you, you, you really just do have to love kind of creating music, playing music, and it is mm-hmm. its own kind of art art form and stuff like that. So you have to be passionate about it and really just do put all the effort and time and concentration into what's making it, you know, cool for you or what you want to make of it. Um, Cause that's, the kind of you know uh, energy source that doesn't doesn't deplete itself like it always it's it's an innate thing that you just keep doing no matter what how many hours days months or whatever you expend on it right. that's what keeps it going is as opposed to setting an end goal with like oh I'm going to create this band and we're going to make a million dollars I'm not going to have to work a day in my life like that right <laughs> I'm sure everybody knows that already but like you know that's not that's not happening anymore especially with all the uh, the stuff with the internet and the file sharing and the social media and how you know you don't make money off of selling albums when you're when you're uh, not necessarily known you know like nobody's going right. out and buying our buying our CDs every every day and stuff like that so it's you just try to find something that can um, keep you doing it for years as opposed to months at a time and mm-hmm. whatever that whatever that may be for anyone else is their own kind of decision to make but you know I kind of figured my my ways of rationalizing why I keep going uh going to practice every week and playing shows and booking more shows and you know spending the gas money to drive here and there and stuff like that because know we don't we don't like you said we're we're in a independent band we don't have any type of that funding and it's all kind of on us <laughs> right right yeah no I mean we'll def and we'll definitely talk about your shows and all that stuff um 
momentarily. So, no, I agree with you. I think, like you said, it's a lot about the passion and just the drive and being realistic and, and not setting your goals too, too high that you're going to be disappointed or discouraged. Or Yep, mm-hmm. yep definitely. All right, cool. So let's uh, let's talk a little bit about Under the Weight of Grey and check that song out. Mm-hmm. All right, so tell us a little bit about that track. Um, that one is, um, you know, I guess you could say kind of getting about, uh, being in, you know, it's just more or less being about a relationship or so, and it gets to a point where you don't know whether to, uh, stay in it or not. Um, there's like the lyric that, uh, to walk away means there's hell to pay kind of thing, and mm-hmm. some people kind of just proceed to this is just how it is, this is how it was, this is how it's going to be kind of thing. But then also that kind of weight of gray, it's what you're trapped under that kind of, you know, you're not truly happy and following your own bliss or whatever, but uh, it kind of, it kind of, I don't know, it kind of just depicts both sides of it and how how there always is other other options to be doing stuff. Um, you're the kind of person who's in control of your own life and you kind of just go from there and, uh just to more or less comment on that, I guess, and how well, people do get like, stuck in those kind of situations. Right. It sounds like both the songs, in a way, have kind of like a existential quality to them, like the road that you take and you make your own choices and kind of, you know what I mean, you set your own path and stuff. So that's cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very cool. All right, cool. So I'm going to put you on hold again. We'll check out this song, and then we'll come back and talk about uh, your upcoming shows and any tours you have planned and uh, anything else you guys want to you wanna share. All right. Yep. Sounds okay. good. Thanks. Hold on. Yep. All right, everyone. Again, you're listening to Chris Wagner from The Breaks, and we're going to check out now the second track tonight, Under the Weight of Grey. So, again, be sure to check them out. They're on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash The Breaks PA. So check them out on Facebook for upcoming shows and events, and uh, we'll be back in a moment.
All right, everyone, welcome back. That was Under the Weight of Grey by The Breaks, and another amazing track by them. Looking forward to hearing more stuff to come out from these guys. So let's bring Chris back on. We're going to start talking about some of his uh, upcoming shows and uh, anything else he wants to share with us, and then we'll wrap things up for tonight. All right, Chris, you're back. Another great track. All Very right. cool. Thank you, thank you. Very, very good stuff. And uh, Chris Anderson is listening in, and he says hello. All right. Tell him I say what's up. <laughs> cool. So you hear that, Chris. He says what's up. <laughs> very <laughs> cool. So, um, yeah, so tell us a little bit about uh, plug some of your upcoming shows and stuff that you guys have. Um, yeah, I mean, this this Sunday we're playing at the uh, Draft Balcony. It's another um, another Philly venue. Um, it's a cool spot. Uh, the downstairs is actually what's probably most notable for, but uh, yeah, you got to get your kind of get in through the front door somehow, or if it's mm-hmm. in the back door. Um, but that's on Sunday, and then um, we have, like I said, how we try to um, stagger our shows, whatever, because we kind of know that playing all these uh, shows. Um, you know, one after another gets kind of taxing, and with um, what's it called? I guess with you know, with the internet and all that, all that stuff, you don't have to worry. You depend too much on playing live with um, as your main source of exposure. Uh, right. So we're trying to really uh, get as much buzz as we can get started with um, you know, on the internet to have people come out to the shows. We've uh, We've been playing around Philly for a lot, and then, um, you know, it's our first uh, nationally, nationally booking uh, support act with the Wigs. And, yeah, that's um, great. Yeah, it is really exciting. It's kind of so cool because they're, you know, our favorite band, basically. And um, But other than that, we just have a couple shows around uh, outside of Philadelphia and, um, you know, back up around the Outlands, now Montgomery County area. Um, we're playing... This uh, record store, Siren Records, in uh, later in November. Um, that is the seventeenth, uh, and then uh, we're kind of always play um, around Lansdale. They have, Lansdale VFW has shows where uh, you know a lot of local bands kind of um, mm-hmm. start out, <clears throat> and um, you know they they're they're always doing shows. Our good friend Derek Calhoun helps us out with. Uh, putting us on shows around there, and he's always, um, you know, he's been very uh, uh, crucial in uh, making sure that we always have a spot to play and, um, you know, just trying to get people to come out to shows and be be excited about our music and stuff. Cool. Yeah, it's really cool. When are you guys going to come to New Jersey? <laughs> you got to get here sometime. <laughs> when the opportunity presents itself, um we uh we're always down for um planning type of shows and because it's kinda we're all booking shows, playing the music, doing all the other stuff behind it, it's uh kinda hard to focus in on any any one aspect of it. So Right. We're always looking for stuff to do, um and uh would love any opportunity to play whatever we can. All right, cool, cool. Well, yeah, be in touch with me, you know, through private messages. I can give you some names of some decent places that you might want to check out, and I'm sure you've heard of some of them before, too. But, yeah, mm-hmm. definitely let me know. I'll definitely give you some places and refer you to some. 
Yeah, that would be awesome. Cool, cool. So yeah, so what else? What else do you guys have in store? Anything else you guys wanna that you wanna share? I keep saying you guys. It's it's been a long day. I work in corrections, so. Yeah, no, um, <laughs> yeah, no, uh, I mean, that's, um, that's kind of all of it, the long and skinny of it, so cool. we uh, obviously are always looking for uh, trying to be smart and when we should be getting back and um, doing more songs and stuff like that, obviously you want to mm-hmm. have these songs kind of be all they can be or whatever, but uh, I guess the most important song in the band's catalog is the next one that they're going to do, so... Um, we just try to keep uh, keep writing new stuff and give people a reason to come out to the shows. We don't, we don't want to be that type of band that just plays the same thing for, you know, years at a time. Right. Add, add something new, and that's kind of the best way to keep, um, you know, the data as to what we're doing is coming out to the shows because we're always, uh, for as many songs we have released, we always have or try to keep, you know, a couple up our sleeves that we can um put out the next time we're going to be playing and, you know, give people a reason to uh, want to come out to see if, obviously, if they like our stuff, they will most likely like what we're going to be doing next. And, um, you know, just kind of build on that because, you know, it just did come out, you know, in January. Um, we're still relatively new despite, you know, kind of the past experience we have. Every new band is a new new band and starting from uh, scratch in its own right. So we just kind of try to keep building on that and see where we can uh, see where we can take it. Cool. Well said. Very cool. Well, I, miss you. I wish you much continued success, Chris, and I'm really looking forward to what's going to transpire with you guys and your band. I'm sure you guys are going to go really far, and you got a great sound. So, uh, yeah. All right. Well, I really appreciate you having us on, and um, hopefully there will be uh, more reason to come back next time. Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. And please, um, like I said, once this, <laughs> Definitely. Now, you guys are going to do great. But once the uh, show's over, too, the podcast, like I said, the more we all promote it, the more you're going to get listens. Uh, so definitely want to attract a lot of attention to you guys. Awesome. I really appreciate all, all, right. the, uh, all the help you can give us. Cool. Cool. So, yeah, please please keep promoting it. So I'll post it on your page once it's done so you have the link for it. And then just, you know, tweet it out, whatever you guys do. Put it on your – you can even download it, stream it. You can add it to your website. So, yeah. Oh, okay. More places, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the more places that you put it, the more uh, – attention you guys are definitely going to get. Mm-hmm. All right? All righty. Okay, so thank you so much for coming on. Great music, and uh, best of luck to you guys. All right, thank you very much. Okay, and, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll be, be in touch. touch. Right. Take care. Yep. All right. Bye. You too. Bye. All right, everyone, again, that was Chris Wagner from The Breaks, and please be sure to check them out. Go to Facebook.com forward slash The Breaks PA, and uh, they've got some great stuff out there. Check out their EP titled On the Road. And, again, we played two of their tracks tonight, so if you tuned in late, you can uh, listen to the podcast uh, to check out some of the music that these guys have. And, again, they will be playing November 9th with the Wigs at the North Star, North Star Bar in uh, Pennsylvania. So check out that show if you're around. All right, so I just booked uh, a quick show. It was supposed to be next week, but um, I figured I wanted to get it in sooner rather than later. Um, I'm excited to announce I'm working as an executive producer with uh, the former Tonight Show writer Jim Shaughnessy, and he is the mastermind behind many really cool uh, comedy projects and um, web series. So he's going to be coming on Thursday night. We're having him on at 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern time. That's going to be October 4th, 
and uh, he is going to be promoting his new absurd comedic web series, which is titled We Approved This Message. It is basically an off-color uh, campaign ad series about the presidential election, really funny stuff. You know, think Saturday Saturday Night Live type of uh, quality, but kind of take it up a notch and, you know, add a little bit of uh, more, you know, stuff to it to make it a little more uh, over the top. So he's going to come on to promote it. You can go to we approved and that's with a D, thismessage.com. There is um, a pilot up there of some uh, footage of the stuff that we're working on, and uh, it, it's really cool. So we're going to have him on, so please tune in. We will also give you a couple of sneak peeks of some audio footage from the series that will be coming out. Um, and if you're lucky, one of the presidents might even call in. We're, we're going to try to get someone to call in, so we'll see what happens. So thanks, everyone, again, for your support. Um, really appreciate it. The podcasts, again, are doing great. The interviews and the people I've had on, just amazing people, and I'm glad to be able to uh, put them out there and uh, support them. And please follow me on Twitter, at Carrie Edelman. If you follow me, I will follow you. Also, I have uh, a couple of personal Facebook pages. Please find the one that's not maxed out. Send me a friend request. I'd love to keep in touch with people through that. And um, I have the Carrie Edelman Show page, which is, regularly updated with shows, events, and guests coming on my show. So uh, please give it a like on Facebook. And um, I think that's uh, about it for tonight. If I left anything out, um, I apologize. And uh, we will be back again this Thursday, October 4th. So i got to kind of get my bearings straight and start promoting that. Um, all right, tonight let's lead off with uh, one of the tracks off my album, Leave It All Behind. And let me check in the switchboard here to see what I have. All right, let's uh, let's do another life. Uh, this is the ballad off of my track. I mean, the ballad off of my album, Leave It All Behind. And if you like what you hear, you can find it on iTunes, Amazon Music, and all other digital sites. Thank you so much again for tuning in tonight. And please tune in on October 4th at 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern Time with the uh, comedy writer, Jim Shaughnessy. Thanks again and have a great night.